Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Who are the coolest dudes on the planet? United, United States, States veterans. veterans. What's the coolest sport on the planet? Pro, Pro wrestling. wrestling. And what would be the coolest podcast on the planet? That would be this one. U.S. Military, military Vets. Talking Pro wrestling. wrestling. This is the No Shave Man Cave. Two badass disabled vets... Sharing their love of pro wrestling, giving you their perspective as fans, talking about current events and matches, history of titles, and who knows what else. Let's do it. Welcome, Welcome to the, the No Shave Men Game. Now your hosts, Ellie Jair and Jay Tilly. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, wrestling fans, Sports entertainment fans, welcome to the No Shave Man Cave. I'm Ellie Jair. Hey, yo, I'm Jay Tilly. Man, so WWE and Endeavor, the merge is just about done. And it's like the polar opposite of the brand split with WWE, Raw, and Smack. Wait, no, the exact (laughs) opposite. Man, this is going to be nuts. We're coming into an awesome time, and we're going to run down a little bit of WWE and uh, wherever this conversation takes us, Jay Tilly, what's up, man? So let's start with that the the merger and the talks. Like, do you really think it's going to make that much of a difference in WWE and the way they do things? I think I think it will have to only because there there's a little bit of responsibility with one another. So I think like if you have two people doing like I'm the assistant to the assistant. Oh wait, me too. Well, rock, paper, scissors, one of the assistants, the assistants is going to go. So I think there'll be a flattening of the Endeavor and WWE staffs. Um, But as far as like the on TV product, I don't necessarily think so. Unless one of the rumors that I heard comes to fruition where Hunter um, feels a certain kind of way about uh, Vinnie Mac coming back uh, or Shane O'Mac. Sorry, Shane O'Mac 
coming in. So he just looks at it like a slap in the face because he was like, well, I have other endeavors that I can um, uh, partake in. I was like, oh, that's an interesting use of words, but because he future endeavors people. But um, yeah, so it's uh, crazy times for the WWE, AEW, uh, Impact. About to, they're recording today, I think. Their 1,000th episode. Man, so cool. So That is pretty cool. Yeah. Someday we'll be there. Yes, do you, sir. Do you think the rumors about not, not getting a deal with Fox has anything to do with the UFC stuff too? Because I thought the UFC and Fox were pretty tight. So it's interesting that that rumor is starting to swirl around that they might not be WWE's home anymore. So I was just curious. Yeah, I mean, they. I thought they did like a Fox series. Um, yeah, they used to have the UFC, that that show. Yeah. What was it? Um, yeah, Fight the, Night. It was like Fox's Fight Nights or something yeah. like that. So I don't know if, uh, and I know that ESPN and, ESPN and, and UFC are in cahoots, so... I don't know if that's what's, um, you know, kind of setting them back, but I really think it's super interesting for the fact that they may be leaving Fox. It's like, where are you going to go? Right. You don't necessarily want to have all your eggs in one basket with USA again. And then like you were saying earlier, well, that's a cable channel and, you know, a certain number of houses are going to lose it. Um, NBC and Paramount are, you know, same thing. You can't necessarily go to... ESPN because of the other related. So it's like, okay, they well, could, they could go to was it ABC? Isn't that where Peacock is? In oh, Peacock, that's true. ABC. Yeah, they, maybe that's maybe that's part of the thing. Is they'll just go right. To maybe ABC is where they end up. Yeah. Which maybe part of the deal that's going on with Fox is like, well, you're streaming on our competitor. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, I just yeah. thought of that. I'm like, oh, Peacock would make sense. Yeah. So I think hmm. that's ABC, right? Or is that NBC? Yeah. Uh, no, ABC is like little eye thing. I think NBC is Peacock. Hmm. Paramount is TBS and Time Warner, I think. Oh, man, I don't know. Whatever the Peacock is, I could see them going there. <laughs> <laughs> trying to see here. But uh, no, so what uh, What else do you think in, is um, all the other rumblings and networks? And I just want to be able to get to my wrestling. Right. I don't care where I they lo- go. Yeah. I love that Peacock is like $9 a month. Um, it sucks that, you know, AEW, you know, you have to go on fight or bleacher report or whatever and drop, For now. you know, 50, 60 bucks. Yeah. Maybe it changes, uh, whatever the business model that, you know, that they're going to go with. So, um, but yeah, man, I am, I'm super, super excited for where wrestling is and yep. it's, it's just so much. Yeah. It's awesome. I know, I know we're doing WWE talk today, but you just brought yeah. up with all the, uh, the talks about the TV deal that AEW is about to get. Mm. I'm sure part of that's got to be a streaming service somewhere, whether they're going to put it on max or um, whatever the one uh, time Warner owns. Is it? Yeah, it's max. Cause it's discovery max and all that. So yeah. I could see that being part of their deal is like, all right, we're going to be on max next. So and that'd be a good place for them. It's not a bad yeah. HBO deal, like HBO and all those other ones. That can't yeah. be bad. But all right. Yeah, back into the, the WWE a, life. Yeah. Yeah, so the WWE little, little pay per view. <laughs> yeah, so the WWE um, they love doing their premium live events every month, and sometimes they're twice a month. And you know, we just recently had SummerSlam, which I thought was awesome. Numbers came back; um, everything was you know on um, on the next level with money and uh, buy rates and all this other stuff. Well, I think payback was phenomenal. And, you know, after talking to you and listening to how all out went, um, I mean, all like uh, 
above average Friday Night SmackDown, a really decent Rampage. I didn't think it was terrible. No, and then you had um, a really good pay-per-view and collision and all out. And I thought Monday Night Raw, Monday Night Raw, I thought it was like, I enjoyed that's Raw. a lot of really good wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I mean, you can even go back further to All In last weekend. Oh my God. Which was amazing. So yeah, a lot of wrestling in the past yeah. week too, where even me as a wrestling fanatic was like, oh, okay. Like, I, I'm not going to lie. And, and you can go back and listen to the Saturday show on... Uh, Fantasy Sports Car, I was very up in the air on ordering All Out because I was just like, kind of, believe it or not, a little wrestled out, but I got it, and it was fantastic, but we'll talk yeah. about that on Thursday. Yeah, we'll talk, definitely. Let's talk payback, or yeah, Payback and Raw on this one. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Props to uh, all the companies and what they're doing, and shout out to uh, the WWE and the whole entire creative, all the producers, everything that they've been doing with the In the Ring uh, Renee Paquette really like made this role and now they're, you know, cycling different people yep. through over at WWE. I thought you were going to bounce back to AEW for a second. And I was like, no, 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 no. no, no. no. <laughs> so they're like rolling through different people to do yeah, these interviews. Take that. Yeah. Yeah. Such a cool part of, of the show and interacting with the superstars throughout the show and getting like on the spot interviews. I think that's super cool. So payback came uh, came out and they were in Pennsylvania and it was a really good crowd. The card was really good and the match that started it was by far no way what I thought was going to be the primer for a pay-per-view. And my God, talk about setting the bar super high. So kudos to uh, Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus, the Hall of Famer. Yeah, my word, what a freaking match. And it was in the confines of a steel cage and it had everything. Yeah, completely uh, blew my expectations out of the water. I, I was a little concerned just because of the way Trish has looked in a couple of the matches. I was like, oh, man, she's a little rusty, man. They beat the hell out of each other. Really good match. I, again, right with you. What a primer. What a way to start it off. And man, did you see that welt? On, oh, man. Oh, oh, man, that, that yeah. goose egg that was coming up. Uh, yeah. throughout that match I, I don't even know where the hit was that that caused it but oof, wee, i was like that's gonna hurt in the morning <laughs> yeah that's that definitely looked like it was gonna leave a mark and uh again kudos to the to the hall of famer trish and future hall of famer becky uh, just really laid it out becky gets the victory and then we get a little bit of a little bit of swerve rooney i'm not sure if uh you know they're done done it feels like they are. Zoe's kind of going out on her own thing, like what we saw on uh, Monday Night Raw in in her match with the the Queen of Spades, Shayna mm-hmm. Baszler. But uh, yeah, awesome. Trish uh, turns on Zoe. Zoe hits her with her uh, knee drop and walks away. So we'll see. Um, but Trish got a huge thank you, Trish chant as uh, as they went back, and I'm yep. sure. She got nothing but love and gorilla because they freaking killed it. Yeah, I uh, I think Zoe Stark's going on her own way is probably fair because I imagine Trish is done with her little run. And I mean, word on the street is, as a matter of fact, Fightful just dropped a, a article on the fact that Zoe they're really high on Zoe Stark right now. So yeah. I could see her doing a little solo run and, and going at it and having a good time. I think it'll be great. Yeah. I think she's really good. I think she's good in the ring. She's got to polish up her mic mic work a little bit, which is why having her with Trish seemed to work okay. But that'll come. Like oh yeah, they'll if they if they have to they'll pair with somebody. 
but it'll it'll come. Yeah, I think she'll get into a good series and uh, really build on the character work that she's already done, and um, you know, to the moon with Zoe. So um, to the moon, to the moon. There was someone else that was getting ready to go to the moon. Oh, that's right, La Night, L.A. Night, <laughs> yeah, versus the Miz, and man, this was a really good match. It was it was very fun. And, um, man, I, you know, it was good to see Cena. I thought it was odd that he came out and, um, introduced himself as the host after the first match was already done, but, you know, um, it was good and bad. I think it was good because the women got to uh, get all that shine and didn't have to take, you know, didn't have to share any with Cena. Maybe that's what the thought was, but this match, the Miz and LA Knight, a uh, lot of really good stuff, and um, this this uh, match in the finish, I think, are going to play into a feud with uh, Cena, LA Knight. I don't. Maybe Cody might might somehow try and figure his way out because they're doing the brand stuff back and forth. But LA Knight, I think, is getting ready to go straight up because you've got hope so. Um, yeah, I mean. Uh, I think Rey Mysterio is a transition champion until Santos turns on him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, everybody goes home happy with, um, you know, Miz. Yeah. So you think Santos changed on him, goes heel, and then LA Knight takes it as the face down the road? Do you think they'll wait that long to pull the trigger on that? Um, or LA Knight wins the title because Santos got involved with Rey or like tried to help Rey. I'm air quoting. Really? So, um, really, I don't yeah, see them splitting those up. That's interesting. I yeah. haven't gotten that in the tea leaves of watching, so I haven't picked up on little, little nougats of a split between the two of them. Yeah. I, uh, and it hasn't been anything super obvious. It was like one little quick glance, but it wasn't like a staring like Adam Cole at the, t- you know, or holding <laughs> the title. Uh, when he picked him up, I thought we were going to see this whole, uh, evolution where, uh, um, Drops him right back down. Yeah. <laughs> Thumbs down. I was like, oh, man. So, but no, it was, uh, I, I enjoyed the LA Knight match, uh, not just because LA Knight won, but just the back and forth and the friction with John Cena being the uh, special guest referee. So super fun. You know, there's got to be a couple gimmick matches on a card. That's sort of what, um, you know, WWE is known for. Right. And I feel like that was that was pretty close to the most gimmicky thing that um, that we were going to see. Not a ton of blood outside of when we got to the tag team match and they basically took the camera off of Owens, put some quick clot on him and uh, sent him back into the match. But yeah, congrats. I, I was wondering LA if that night. was the hard way or not. I, you know, I, I saw that in the Owens match and when he came up, I'm like, I wonder if that was the hard way. Like, but at the same time, it looked a little perfect to not be the hard way. So I was like, ah, I'm curious if that was, hey, we're going to start getting people used to seeing blood again because they had just seen, you know, all in and the bloody matches and what, you know, hell what all out was about to do with the strap match. And God, I think every match on all out bled. So, you know, I wonder if it was kind of a let's start getting the crowd used to this again. It was curious. Because they showed it a few times that he was wearing the crimson mask. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty blatant, and you would have thought that they would have like turned the camera and focused on them making their way as if it's the same um, point of view as the wrestler or superstars going to the ring. Yeah, it was. Uh, now that you're 
making a point of that. I'm like, wow, maybe that is sort of like the prelude to uh, to the new WWE PG 13, you know, whatever they're going to call it. So I'm here for it, though. Um, little little. The rumors was the the third hour of Raw that we're going to make more extreme and adult like. So maybe this is that first. See how people take this. Are they going to have a fit or are they going to be like, oh, I like that. Yeah, give me the blood, you know? Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, I thought for that match, I felt like it, you know, kind of went along with the story. There's, you know, just this constant strife and we're going to settle it one way or another. Um, but yeah, we'll get to that one in a bit. But uh, so we were talking earlier about Rey Mysterio. Uh, so he defended the title against the former two-time champion, the wet noodle Austin Theory, and his character, I don't know what to do, but I don't like, and I don't want to go, okay, send him back down to NXT, because that is not anything bad, because um, Becky Lynch is getting ready to go down to N- NXT and have a little mini feud. So Cena, I think. Mini feud with uh, the second best swanton in um, art. Yeah, That's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Tiffany is. Um, yeah, so they're going to have they're going to have a feud. So, yeah, I, I caught a little bit of what seemed like what you just said. Cena going down there. Uh, there's yeah. someone else who's uh, going to be making more frequent trips down CM there. CM Punk might be showing up I, there. You never know. Mm. Hey, authors <laughs> of pain are in town. So we, we just got a, a re-signing of Paul Ellering and the authors of pain. So, um, yeah, it's pretty it's interesting to hear you talk about Austin Theory because I want to say WrestleMania time. You were all about yeah, Austin Theory. I was, I was like, like, hey, I don't see it, man. I don't I'm like, see hey, it. <laughs> they're giving him the rub. He's uh, hooking up with Cena, and now wet noodles are great. Oh, <laughs> man, it's like you. It's like a, a rag or a, a washcloth that you see near the sink, and the kitchen sink is such a disgusting spot. But you look at the the wash towel or wash rag and you're like is this thing clean uh, i don't know and that's just what it, like theory was just kind of like you know he does that little thing where he flips his fingers up and um yeah the i don't know man i just i feel like he's you know the meme with like the stick figure with the the stick poking the whatever's on the ground and saying do something like i feel like that's wwe with his personality like do yeah. something like do something stick yeah. out somehow Be different you you had the old man put a rocket on your back I thought they were going to cool yep. him after he, uh, what was he, mo- not money in the bank, but um, yeah, I thought they were going to cool him off. It looked like, uh-oh, they're, you know, he's going to fall, get buried on the roster by Triple H. And then they turned around, sort of repackaged him with the new beard and all that and nothing. Same thing. So beard doesn't help. His beard yeah, is weird. Yeah, making us other bearded <laughs> folks look bad. So, uh, so we get Ray Mysterio. He retains. Uh, sort of made sense. They're you know they're they're building something. He's a Hall of Famer. Let's try and make the title uh, a little more important, like what they've done with the Intercontinental Title. Man, what a great match! That, and we'll talk about that a little bit later um, with Chad Gable. That was whew, that was to the nine. Amazing, yeah. um, amazing. So so far the card, the crowd is really into it. I'm feeling it. It's a really really fun card. Michael Cole. And uh, his mic work has really been <laughs> has been fun. Uh, whenever there's Wade Barrett or Corey Graves, when they go back and forth, I think it's really cool. Uh, not necessarily. I'm not against or for uh, uh, Nick Kelly, Kevin, Kevin Patrick. Patrick. Thank you. Um, I'm not for or against if he's there. It's fine. But if he's not, it's fine, too. 
Um, there, you know, I think he's still raw. Yeah. I think he's still learning. I think that's why they moved him and Corey to SmackDown so he could work with mm-hmm. Michael Cole. Yeah, and it, I mean, I think it's really good. He's he does a couple other sports too. Um, he commentates. I think he does uh, soccer on Fox oh. or something. So um, yeah, so he's he's trying to uh, get his skills down. So I'm here for it, man. Keep keep on grinding. Speaking of grinding, what a scene watching Becky grind Trisha's face. Uh, oh, oh man, yeah. I was just like, all right, well, if that's what we're here for, that's what we're here for. So uh, another the uh, next match, I really it's super crazy to think that a tag team title match main evented WrestleMania and for it to be two best friends in real life and you know, on again and off again, enemies on screen. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn have been doing stuff with the tag team titles, and it's more feuds for the character instead of feuds for the title. So it's like, okay, well, neither neither person or title are elevating one or the other. So it's like, all right, let's make it interest. Let's make it interesting because we're cooling off with the bloodline. So we got Finn Balor. And Senior Money in the Bank versus the undisputed tag team champions. And this was a really good match, but a fantastic story. The story they told just, oh man, it was it was next level. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I agree. I, I thought the, the like you said, the match was hard hitting. They you know, this is where Kevin busted it open and everything was really good. And then yeah, the story with Dom coming out and then JD McDonough and I'm thinking, all right, they've gotten through all this and then they lost. And I was like, wait, they just took the championships away, which I'm not, not tooting my own home. I think I called that, but you know, I, <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought it was great. I thought it was, I, I was like, Oh my gosh, I got that one. Right. Like, and like I said, it, it builds into that feud of the, can they get along between, you know, uh, Finn Balor and priest too. Cause like now they're champions. I mean, AEW did it first, but that's okay. <laughs> just, just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just riling up our WWE yeah. fans. But yeah, it's good stuff. I, I enjoyed the match. And, and like you said, the story's good. Very curious what it's going to do with um, Owens and Sammy coming out of it, especially now that you've put Jey Uso back in the in the mix. Because, you know, uh, when we talk talk about Raw, which we'll do here shortly, because golly, we're already at 20 something minutes. Well, uh, with what happens on Raw with, you know, hey, KO's not here, but I'm coming out to embrace you. Well, we all know the issues that KO had with Jimmy and or Jay. I always get them confused. Whichever one's on, yeah, with Jay. So I'm just like, all right, where's this gonna go? And that leads me to like what we hadn't got to yet, but I'm gonna hit it now. What did you think about that with Cody Rhodes? Like, hey, he's gonna be on the Grayson Waller effect with a big announcement. I'm thinking, all right, cool. And then that was the announcement. I was like, what? What? Oh, okay. Just I wanted to get your opinion as a big Cody fan. Were you expecting him to bring out? One of his rival, like I don't know. I just thought it was really weird. <laughs> so I thought that I thought at that point there was going to be a part where Cena and Rhodes were going to be on screen together because Cena just gave the rub to L.A. Knight, but Cena also just gave love to Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania. So I thought they they were going to be on screen together, and that would start something with Waller. I didn't think. Um, yeah, it was uh, not at all what I thought, and and I think it was a a deal that will now take him to Friday Night SmackDown 
where he'll now be back inserted into a storyline with uh, your tribal chief. So interesting turn. I don't know how they'll announce the as part of the trade. um, They receive Jey Uso and future future draft picks and considerations. Um, Because those matter so much. And Friday Night Smackdown (laughs) is here to claim their property. And then you hear, whoa, (laughs) you're like Cody Rhodes. So or he'll, you know, he'll come on and uh, Triple H will talk about brokering a deal or or something with maybe even Heyman. Heyman comes out and goes, you know, I'm here to make a huge announcement, but to also apologize. But uh, let's get into the announcement first and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, next thing you know, the tribal chief is even more shook because the wise man. And now what is Solo going to do? Yeah. You know, he's loyal to the chief. And now, you know, one of the one of uh, Uso's other brothers or Umaga's son shows up because he's over there at reality with uh, Booker T cutting his chops. He looks smooth to mm, like, OK, yeah, he'll be he'll be a WWE here here shortly. So but I didn't think about the Cody thing. That's a good that's yeah. a good call. Yeah. Cody Rhodes. It's funny you mentioned that. So Cody Rhodes and the Waller effect was the next part of it. And, you know, he comes out. Yes, uh, we're going to sit here and you're going to say mean stuff to me. Um, All of his chips are in. And I was trying to figure out, like, the words that he was saying. Was it a play on something that he did or say or did uh, didn't say or whatever with AEW, like with the chips and the stroke and all this other stuff? So I've listened and watched it several times. The only thing I picked up and I thought it was really funny was when Michael Cole said, well, he used to be an EVP. I'm EVP. like, holy, I caught that I was like, too. Holy cow. Are we acknowledging something that isn't part yep. of the WWE? I'm like, yeah. Oh my God. They, they yep. do exist. I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> it's not just the WWE universe and that's it. So, uh, kudos to, to the creative team, it, you, you know, for a couple of weeks, WWE was even saying wrestler. So I thought that was pretty cool. It's the little things that make fans go, oh, my God, we're getting to a world where we might see uh, another kind of forbidden door where you're going to have WWE versus AEW. Um, You know, they do it in basketball. They do it uh, AFC versus NFC. They do it, um, you know, in the Olympics. They, you know, all countries, you know, put their uh, issues aside and compete in a uh, sporting event, so let's do it. Book it. Uh! And AEW is doing another one with uh, Wrestle Dream. Oh, that's gonna so, be cool for uh, Antonio. That's be interesting. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. But yeah, it was. Uh, so the Waller effect comes in. Jay gets announced. He comes out. He's got a new, just really uh, a like almost like addicting theme song. And you just you hear it, and you just start the Uso. I'm oh, the man. one. <laughs> and then uh, at the end, when he's like, uh, "Jay is in your city," and he puts his pinky up, and I'm like, "Hmm, <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, uh, I don't thank you for a pinkies up guy, but whatever works." <laughs> and the crowd was into it at at the pay per view, and they were totally into it. Um, Monday night. Uh, Monday night. That was slapping. It was it was on. Um, so the Waller effect goes, uh, Cody Rhodes leaves, um, they exchange words, something, you know, something having to do with, it's just me Oose or, you know, whatever sort of signifying right. I'm here alone. I'm doing my own thing. Um, I could see Jay 
you know, skipping the, skipping the head of the line and uh, defeating the ring general for the Intercontinental title. And that would be the way. See, I see him going after Rollins. Uso? Wow. Yeah. Okay. That would be a cool story because now uh, families, titles on separate shows. Does Cody leave to go to Friday Night SmackDown and finish his story? Or now does he have to squash another feuding ooze kind of yeah that would be interesting uh yeah so all of that to say waller ends up getting uh super kicked by uh jay uso and um and he takes the crowd on a ride for uh the next couple of minutes which was really cool but kind of like got the crowd super hyped but now we have raquel rodriguez who they have to do something with her intro music because it's it's just kind of confusing um yeah, it's just confusing. We need to do something with that. Her gear looks great. Her move set is perfect for a, you know, a a big athletic woman. Um but yeah, they're the theme song. So we get uh we get Raquel Rodriguez versus Ripley. Whew. That gear owed to China and um just next level match. I thought I yeah, I thought it was a really good match and uh congratulations to uh, Rhea Ripley, she defended her title uh, successfully against Raquel, but I don't think Raquel is done. She's she's going to want a little bit of payback. So I think she'll get um, <laughs> payback at payback. Uh, so I think she'll end up getting a couple more shots at the title, but I, I think Rhea is going to hang on to I that thing too. for eight I mean, on Raw, time. they announced that she's getting a rematch next week on Raw and Dirty Dom's banned from ringside. So JD McDonald will help or something. But yeah, I agree. I think it'll be one of those. She'll keep getting interfered yeah. with till they do a steel cage or a strap match or something like that. I don't know if Raquel's gonna be the one mm-hmm. to take it from her though. I don't I don't Yeah. I don't I yeah. I don't um yeah, I don't see why you would take the title off of her, especially when, you know, congratulations to Finn Balor and Senior Money in the Bank for uh defeating the undisputed tag team champions to become the new champion. So you've got Dirty Dom is the NXT North American champion. Beautiful title. I love that belt. Um, and then you have Rhea as the women's champion and the tag team champions with Finn Balor and um, Punish- I just locked up Punishment <laughs> Martinez, but uh, Damian Priest. And I think now that Gunther, another way to do this, now that Gunther is going to end up winning or carrying on or becoming the most winningest intercontinental champion. Now you could have Damian priest go, you know what? I didn't grow up wanting to be the champion of the title that Seth Rollins is holding. I grew up watching Carlos Colon and Pedro Morales when, uh, you know, when Pedro Morales was the, the intercontinental champion and he cashes in and wins the intercontinental championship. Now he's the tag team and the intercontinental and that could elevate priests to a, to the next level but see i i think um, i, I think gay ones up being thing. gunther not obviously monday because monday already happened but i think he gets a rematch because they wanted gunther to break the record now gunther's broken the record so what's their next pay what's their next pay-per-view i want to say backlash but that's not true it's uh whatever a uh, wwe's next pay-per-view is that's where i see we we get a rematch and then gunther loses to uh to Gable, and now you freed up Gunther to chase after Rollins as a heel, you know, because hopefully he'll be done with Nakamura by then, which, whew, we're getting to that match, too. What a match. Um, but, yeah, I'd like to see Gunther make a run at the World t- World Championship, and then you can have Priest cash in on Gunther down the road. Although you got till 
WrestleMania, so you don't have that much more time. So, or actually, no, you got all the way to Money in the Bank, right? They get it for a year, so he can keep holding on to it for a while. But I don't know unless they cash in, unless he gets a uh, WrestleMania cash in. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And takes the the most you know dramatic cash-in by, by Seth Rollins. What if WrestleMania... Uh, you see Cody win, and then uh, Priest cashes in on Cody and beats Cody. <laughs> Cody only holds it for like. Ha, ha. Oh that, that would be WWE of them. Oh my god! Cody holds it for like ten minutes. Hey, your story's so, done, brother. <laughs> no, so it would. So he does exactly what his dad did, where he jumped around and uh, held the title up. They get a photo, <laughs> and then Priest's so music good. hits, and uh, he hits him. That with would be the, awesome. <laughs> Damn it! Oh, <laughs> way to upset me, WWE. It hasn't even happened yet. But you ain't lying. Oh, but you man. know I'm not lying. I was you doing can a see virtual tour. <laughs> oh, 100. Yeah, yeah. And now, and now, Cody has to go like on a different type of story. And Roman Reigns will be gone for you know six months or whatever because he'll be gone from WrestleMania through the Olympics or something, um, or even probably even longer. But I mean, they're on a hiatus right now, and he's just racking yeah. up days not defending the title. I remember the rule used to be every 30 days or you got stripped, but, you know. I know. What the hell, man? So, um, but it's the WWE. It's their title. Just like the draft matters. And uh, they're selling merch. So, what's that? We swear it matters yeah. this time. Their draft <laughs> We're is, not going to mess it up. <laughs> yeah. It is official. You were exclusive. Yeah, their their draft is just about as official right. as my fantasy football <laughs> draft. Where, uh, oh man, and I ended up with Dak Prescott. No disrespect to our Cowboy fans out there. I just am not a Cowboys fan, and I'm not in any any fantasy this year. Man, so um, oh, it's hard times, hard times. I think that might be the the name of my uh, team, but I ended up getting Garoppolo. So we'll see. He's probably gonna end up losing his job because he'll break his foot again. So. <laughs> Uh, speaking of breaking stuff, we've got uh, Seth Rollins with his busted up back comes out gear to the nines. And again, I don't understand why the champion is coming to the ring first, but we get Seth Rollins comes to the ring and then Shinsuke Nakamura comes out. And this current edition of Shinsuke Nakamura, um, having not seen Shinsuke in New Japan before he came to the WWE. Or NXT. Um, and and it like at that point, I was like, yeah, whatever he did, it doesn't really matter because uh, WWE is going to strip that down and put a, you know, a, a WWE symbol on it. So it, it won't be the same. But 
you're like, well, wait a minute. Finn Balor is really close to the Prince character. Um, and that's what got him to the dance. And now here we are after four or five years of Shinsuke seven, toiling. Seven years. Seven years toiling as uh, Intercontinental United States uh, title competitor, uh, contender, uh, getting cheated out of, you know, opportunities, winning the uh, Royal Rumble. And just now, here we are, Shinsuke Nakamura, who sold out the Tokyo Dome against AJ Styles, um, is main eventing a pay-per-view for WWE. And what a freaking match. And kudos to both of them. And, you know, had Shinsuke won, I wouldn't have been upset because I really like this edition of it. Um, you know, Seth Rollins winning, it it does something for the story. It does something for the championship. It does something for him. Good piece of business. I don't think they're done, especially because after the, um, the pay-per-view ended, Shinsuke was a little pissed that he took the L and decided to uh, cheap shot. Uh, Seth Rollins and woof, laid him out. Yeah. And then we got the follow up on Raw, too, where they went at it. And obviously they're going to do more. But, dude, that anime entrance that, uh, you know, which is the obvious reason that Rollins came out first, even though they say it's, oh, it's, you know, champion's prerogative. But they obviously want to play that really badass anime intro. I was like, well, that's pretty dang cool. Like, that's old school, you know, Nakamura stuff. And I'm like, Man, yeah, this is, they, I feel like they've given him a little bit of uh, creative control and he's he's owning it and he's doing a really good job of it. Yeah, excellent, excellent job. So uh, kudos to the WWE, kudos to the WWE universe, the crowd that was in there, um, three and a half beards, really enjoyed it. And, you know, I haven't been disappointed in since, I don't know, WrestleMania, maybe uh, Monday after WrestleMania, a little disappointed, but these pay-per-views, are are really stepping it up and and I put that all on the AEW faithful um and Tony Khan the work that he's doing to build a fantastic roster and they took huge steps uh unfortunately terminating CM Punk's contract but their efforts are absolutely making a much better product for us the uh the wrestling fans so shout out to the shout out yeah i mean like like we said when one of our shows probably a bunch of our shows the competition just just breeds, you know, improvement. And it's like as a wrestling fan, you shouldn't be mad or hate on either one of the companies for doing well. Um, you know, if you listen to this, you know, I'm not the biggest WWE fan, but I'm becoming more and more one because I, stuff like Gable and Gunther happen and <sighs> Seth and Nakamura and the tag match. Like there are things happening that two years ago in WWE. Well, that was COVID. That's not fair. Four years ago in WWE, <laughs> yeah. like I just didn't care about it. it like there was a point when WWE was all that was there and I would catch up on it and watch highlights, but I never sat down and watched wrestling. Uh, then AEW came out and I still didn't watch much WWE, but now that we're doing the show, I'm watching it again. And I'm like, all right, well, yeah, but I actually look forward to watching it now. Like not all of it. There's still some, I will admit oh, yeah. that I'm just yeah. like, <laughs> click, click, click. But I will say overall, it's, it, it's slowly, but surely improving in my opinion, for sure. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. I think uh, every episode, you know, you want to see, you know, uh, uh, every episode improvement. That might not be fair uh, because, you know, you can't hit home runs every week. And right. Um, I, I really I like you said, you know, it, it's it get it's slowly but surely getting more enjoyable. 
and the social media aspect of it is much more entertaining than it was. And the character work that everybody is doing, the focus on different stories is getting Mm -hmm. a little bit better. Um, They're not quite booking women to the extent that we want, but I think... Nobody is but impact. Yeah. And I I think, um, you know, not to be uber critical and poo-poo on anything, but if, you know, there's segments that we could cut short, even if we get a three, four, five minute match, it's still better than nothing. And, um, you know, Ring of Honor, they're having women uh, main event uh, pay-per-view, African-American women pay-per-view main eventing, which is huge for um, Ring of Honor. Oh, well, WWE, they already had they already had a a main event for Africa. Okay, yeah, fine. But like, what have they done since then? They've regressed since then. So don't you know, don't uh, don't come I'm at not me, being bro. negative about it or no, you know, come come at my neck, bro. But I think um, little by <laughs> little, they have <laughs> yeah, they have they have the the athletes, they have the superstars, they have the wrestlers on the card. You're paying them. Uh, they want to be seen. That's why they became wrestlers, so they could bump and feed. And you know, let's let's get them up. Let's get them on the roster because um, they're coming. Whether you know whether we want them to or not. And I absolutely want to see, um, especially when we got the first match on that pay-per-view being um, a cage match with a Hall of Famer and Becky Lynch. So, man, just good times and, you know, great card. And then we scoot over to Monday, not raw. And I don't know what your expectations were, but I was like, okay, Hunter watched, Hunter watched, uh, the pay-per-view and he was taking notes and he's like, okay, they're going to open with this kind of match. I'm going to open with the exact same kind of match. <laughs> I'm going to have a funky fit. Fin- oh wait, there aren't any really funky finishes. Shit. Okay. Let me scratch that off the list. I'm going to have a bunch of gimmick. Wait a minute. There's no gimmick. Ma- wait a minute. And I feel like that's what they did with Monday night raw. And you had some silliness and you had Jay come back out. Um, but it's what you expect for Monday night raw. And like what you were saying earlier about if if the blood that Owens gave us, um, I think during the Swanton, um, actually he might have already been busted open by then. But either way, you know, if the blood is sort of what we're going to see on the third hour, I think you know we have a lot of really good athletes. Um, the writing is getting much much better. It's not as um, you know painful to sit and watch, right. <laughs> and something that will. I don't know if it will go down as like one of the top five in Chad Gable and they main evented Monday Night Raw. And you're like, oh, man, they should have been on the pay-per-view. They should have this. They should have that. OK, fine. But the story is that Gunther is going to is is on a quest to become the winningest intercontinental champion. So they delayed till Monday night. So you get a pay-per-view quality match as a pay-per-view for free on TV. And they did not disappoint. And Monday Night Raw was full of a little bit of everything because it's three hours. It's sports entertainment. It's a variety show. We got to see uh, Jay Uso show up. We heard his um, intro again. And uh, he's like, G- g- give me a minute. Give me a minute. He stumbled a little bit. He didn't have, you know, he doesn't have his brother to feed off of that, which is what he's been doing for, you know, 12 years or whatever. And you figure the last three. He's been surrounded by the wise man, by Roman, by his brother, 
uh, who's ever the foil of, you know, the situation. And then most recently solo and he's out there on his own now. So I think uh, they're building him up to be main event Jey Uso. And we'll see if he can um, take the ball and run with it until WrestleMania when we get uh, Jimmy Uso, the uh, WWE United States champion versus Jey Uso, the Intercontinental champion. Um, Won't be title for title or whatever, but it'll just be like bragging rights or whatever in the city of brotherly love. The main event for night one, ah. uh, Jimmy versus Jay. I'd be down Jay with that. comes out the victor. Yeah, because I was wondering how we're going to get to Jimmy versus Jay, but that wouldn't be a bad way. Because I was wondering if Jimmy was going to start showing up and jumping Jay on on Raw and continuing the Bloodline storyline. But yeah, that wouldn't be a bad way to do it. I also think we're going to end up with Kevin Owens and Sammy at WrestleMania. Oh, sh- yeah. I do. I think we're going to yeah. go that route. And if... Yeah. So you say, man, but if the booking trends and the matches stay the the quality they've been doing and they let those guys yep. go out and do <laughs> El Generico yeah. versus Kevin Steen. Wow. I'm there for it, man. Literally, I'm there for it. <laughs> like we'll be sitting there for it. But, you know, if they if they let, like, you know, unhook unleash them a little bit and say, "All right, you guys got 20 minutes, go." Uh, it'd be great. So, I would love to see WrestleMania evolve into uh more wrestling. Like their PLEs have been great. WrestleMania last year was good, even though we all know Cody should have won, but I just, there's still those huge gaps between matches where you're like, man, you could have filled this with five more minutes here or another match. I'm hoping that eventually, like, I hope they watched all in and went, oh, hmm, they did 80,000 people, 81,000 people, and there wasn't a whole lot of fluff in between. It was match, 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 match got better, match got better, match got better. And I'm like, like you said, I if Triple H is sitting there going, I'm taking notes, maybe we should do that. And I hope we go into WrestleMania and we get like just some banger of matches because I'm I'm selfish and I'm going to be there and want to see some banger matches. But yeah, at the same time, we'll see. Yeah. Hey, Papa H, don't disappoint, son. <laughs> hey, it's it's the 40th too, man. Like, yeah, I keep saying, oh, we're going to WrestleMania, but we're going to the 40th WrestleMania. Yeah, like, that's yeah, amazing. Uh, that's freaking awesome. That's so, awesome. And when we get excited. off here, I'll talk to you about uh, hotels, by the way. They got to text me back. So Okay. We'll do it off air, though. We don't need everybody yeah. knowing our business. <laughs> <laughs> so we get to, so we get to Monday Night Raw. Uh, we get a Jey Uso spot. Uh, we see Seth arrive, and the general manager is like, hey, you're not supposed to be here, medical, blah, blah, blah. Just shy of saying, hey, we should have taken you to a medical facility. <laughs> um, you know, still pretty, still pretty funny. We got, uh, you know, he didn't do that cackle laugh, so I don't know if he's slowly getting away from that. But um, yeah, so Seth is like, I'm fine. I'm the champ. I'm good. And then, um, you know, the ricochet and just, you know, and I want I want so bad for ricochet to be the guy because of the work that he did <laughs> in our favorite wrestling organization mentioned once every episode. Lucha Underground, when he was Prince Puma, yeah, he didn't talk. He didn't, you know, he didn't do all that stuff. He still ended up, you know, being a champion. Um, Obviously, Lucha Underground was marketed differently. WWE is a family-friendly programming, and he would have to be able to talk. He would have to be able to go and do interviews. And, you know, I, I really want him to be a champion. And, you know, just like we were always saying, you know, when we're, in the military, you know, not everybody becomes a sergeant major, not everybody, not every colonel becomes a general. 
Um, and Lord knows not everybody gets promoted to Colonel. So it's like, okay, maybe, maybe being, you know, the United States champion or holding a tag team championship, that might be as good as it gets. And not that there's anything wrong with that. So, um, Ricochet, you know, fantastic athlete. Well, and his match with Shinsuke on that, oh, ma- on that, on brawl was superb. Fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, raw in general, like, uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed both shows and you know we talked a little bit about the gunther stuff but that match with gunther and oh what a great match like this was a really good episode the Shayna baszler zoe starks like this was just a really good raw episode with with good action in the ring and not too much goofy silly stuff i really enjoyed this raw yeah it went by really quick and like you said you know um the i'm laughing because of the work that the miz is doing uh hit the spot that he did with john cena and I don't know if everybody knows this or not, but if wrestling fans are here with me today, it's the sports entertainment fans that are like, where's John? I can't see him. So the Miz does Miz TV, you know, under that concept of it. Yeah. Um, super funny. He does a skull crushing finale. And I just, man, that was so funny. Uh, the Viking Raiders took one more little ding at uh, Drew McIntyre. He's about to turn heel. I feel that uh, too. Yeah, that is exactly what that character needs. I feel like we're getting um, the Randy Orton, uh, Mark Matt Riddle storyline, but with Randy out, they've just plugged in Drew because I have a feeling this was probably maybe not this long, but eventually you were going to see this. So I think they're just accelerating it with the Drew McIntyre turn. It's not going to be as impactful because everybody liked RK Bro, but I feel like that's kind of where we're at right now. Yeah. uh, So we'll get we'll get that. That'll keep. That'll keep everybody busy for a little while. Uh, J.D. McDonough, for some rhyme or reason, gets the victory um, because that could have been the story to continue on the strife. Look, he didn't beat Sami Zayn. You guys beat Sami Zayn. You're over here saying you want J.D. McDonough in the um, in the Judgment, Judgment Day, Day, but he can't beat Sami Zayn. You guys beat him, blah, blah, blah. Like, But he gets the victory. And uh, really very confusing, very, very confusing. So now you're going to bury who was the Universal Tag Team Champion, most one of the most beloved characters on the WWE. To yeah, I think it works a little bit because I think you could play into hey, look, JD McDonough is JD McDonough. Easy for me to say, JD McDonough is good enough to be in judgment. Look what he did, and then you can also start playing into nobody came out to help Sammy. Where was Jay? Like they had this big hug and talk in the beginning, but he didn't come out to help. Cause then you get later on the Dominic Mysterio thing. Hey man, why don't you join the judgment day? And I'm just going, all right, that's an interesting little wrinkle. So I, I could see the, the win for JD. Did he win clean? I don't remember. Was there, didn't Finn get involved? I honestly don't remember um, now. No, he won with the uh, most dangerous move in all. Oh, of that's sports right. Entertainment. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Cause I knew there was something goofy with the end, but I don't know. I feel like they could, they could use that in a storyline too. That it'll work. Yeah. It'll work. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so we got um, so we got that Chelsea Green. Love the character work, and I love the announcing. Um, Chelsea, just great stuff. Yeah, uh, great stuff. Great match. Huge fan of uh, the character work that Chelsea Green is doing, and um, you know her, her on a constant quest for a tag team partner. And I just think that's really funny. But obviously, we get through the whole show. A uh, great match with Shinsuke and uh, Ricochet, like we said. But that main event with Chad Gable and Gunther 
the story that they told, never mind good versus bad, big versus little. It was two athletes getting after it and getting um, at it stiff too. Yeah. And Oof. I'm glad that uh, Chad uh, made it to a medical facility after that <laughs> lariat clothesline because, good golly, Miss Molly, that's not right. You don't do that to another human being. Man, sir. that or the chop where he laid him on the, the top turnbuckle and went to chop him but missed oh. and caught him right in the face. Like, I was like, I saw that because they didn't show it in replay, but I'm like, wait, did he? Oh, yeah, he hit him right, right in the oh. face. He missed his chest Mushed completely. Him. Which is, I think, when he busted his teeth up because he was bleeding at the end of the match. So, but yeah, it got him right in the face. I was like, Oof, "That hurt." That that made him a little angry, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. So for me, that show, uh, what's that? So that match was just fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, that it's that's... on my top matches of the year. Really? Oh, it was so good. Yeah. Okay. It's it's probably I'm gonna have to like build out a sheet so when we do something in like December time frame, like matches of the year, but. That was it's up there. It's probably in my top ten for this year, if not in the top five. I really enjoyed that match. So is that just WWE matches or all no, matches? Overall matches. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So would yep. you would you say that this match with Gunther was better than the match he had with Cody? Chad and Cody yeah, Chad, versus sorry. Chad and Gunther. Oof. Yeah, actually I think I do. I think I did like this one more than the Cody one. Wow. I think I did. That was a big coming out party for Chad. Yeah. Getting away. I mean, that was from, great. Yeah. I mean, that's that's in my top 10 for the year, too. But I think this one might have edged it out a little bit. Wow. I don't know whether that it's says just a the quality of Gunther yeah. or the story they told. But yeah, I, I do. I think I like this one a little more. That says a lot having a wrestler not named Kenny Omega take up two spots on a roster. So wrestling fans, sports entertainment fans, take note. That is how damn good Chad freaking Gable is. He's not Shorty G. He's not the... Um, what were they before the Alpha Academy? Uh, he was something else, and he had yeah. like a mullet. And, yeah. Um, and now here he is, you know, Master Gable, just very, you know, that whole thank you. Um, well, and, and yeah, you said something interesting. You said he's he's not named Omega, but if you watch the match with Gunther, he wrestled a very Omega style match, like that bump he took with that that chokehold into the backs. I'm like, oh my god, he landed on his head. But he did it the exact same way Omega does, where he kind of gets his hand up there quick enough. It just doesn't seem like you're like, he just broke his neck. I'm like, oh no, he's okay. So <laughs> he wrestles like that kind of hard style that yeah. almost like you'd think he'd spent time in Japan. And I don't think Chad ever went over to Japan. I think he's WWE born and raised. So I think I think you're right. Yeah, he was a uh, collegiate wrestled uh, yeah. the Olympics, and then yeah, I think he did come up through the um, through the WWE system. So. Yep. Kudos to him. Yeah. And, uh, that's a yeah, good point. This whole, yeah. this whole show. Not named was, Kenny. has got two spots yeah. on my top 10. Yeah. I think that's awesome. And the rest are all Kenny. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kenny Ryan and Anderson's on there too. And CM Punk. Yeah. yeah. But man, FTR no, and was, Briscoe's. Uh, that was last year, though, I think. The FTR yeah. and Briscoe's. What was that this year? The dog collar match? That was this year, wasn't it? Yeah. I think it was. Yeah. yeah. February. Osprey and, uh, Jericho, that's on there. Really? Yeah. I yes, really enjoyed yeah, that match. That MJF and Adam Cole from All In, that was on there. So that one for a different reason. See, we're going to have to do a show now because that one for a completely different reason. Yes, their in-wing work was genius, but the whole match and the, the story and everything, I just, that's fantastic oh, for me. Oh, man. Nice teaser. Hey, yeah. we already did a show of if you were a wrestling fan 
and you or you were trying to convert someone to be a wrestling fan, what match would you win or would you show them? You know, however you get there, these are the two matches I want to show you. Now we got to do a show, uh, top 10 favorite matches of the year. We're already halfway through, three quarters of the way through. We can do a half-year one. We can do yeah. five now, and then at the end of the year, do a full 10. There you I'd go. I'd be cool with that, putting it together. <laughs> yeah, that and our uh, fantasy wrestling draft, or yeah. our fantasy uh, wrestling card. You choose the location, the announcers, uh, any wrestler from any organization, um, and you know you could have a gimmick match or whatever. Old man Jared there needs to get his beauty rest, so we're going to probably wrap it right here. Lord knows I need it. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, please remember to like and subscribe and hit the little bell notification wherever it is on the screen to uh, get notifications. We go live. We go live every Tuesday and Thursday night on our channels. Uh, Knock on wood that we can continue that trend. And then we will go live on Saturdays. On our Rumble channel is kind of what it's rolling out to be. And then on Fantasy Sports Core's uh, YouTube channel. Again, thanks. Shout out for those guys. Uh, If you like anything fantasy football, fantasy sports in general, from hockey to baseball, go check that that channel out. Go check them out. Good people over there. A lot of good insight. They get some pretty cool guests on. And we appreciate doing our wrestling show on their channel. We appreciate that spot on uh, Saturday nights from 7 to 8. And again, ours is on uh, YouTube and Rumble, usually six to seven. I may have not realized what time it was, so we got a little late start today, so I apologize. Uh, Ellie Jarrett texts me. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're good for tonight. Oh, crap. I just saw what time it was. <laughs> so my apologies. That was totally on me. But uh, appreciate everybody. Follow us on Twitter, threads, wherever you get your social media from. Uh, I'm sorry. It's not Twitter anymore. X, threads, wherever you get your social media from. No Shave Man Cave. If you want to reach out to us and talk to us uh, or just send us some fan mail, it's no shave man cave at gmail.com. And it's that time of the show that all the ladies love. Time for the Marine to take us out. Hiya! Bump and feed, bump and feed. Thank you so much for joining us. And like Jay Tilly was saying, like, share, subscribe. The No Shave Man Cave. Thank you so much for joining us to our brothers and sisters at arms. Thank you for what you do. Hurry up, get your ass home. And until next time, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll see you on the floor. You've been listening to the No Shave Men Cave. If it's pro wrestling, we're talking about it. Unless we see something shiny and wander off into the woods. If you hang around long enough, we'll eventually come back. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Fire off your comments and be sure to leave us a five-star rating. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at No Shave Man Cave. Y'all be cool. And we'll see you next time on the No Shave Man Cave. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.